Kansas City 31, San Francisco 20. Mahomes takes the snap. He's just going to throw it long for Demarcus Robinson. It is going to use up all the time. The game is over. And the Chiefs kingdom has firmly planted its flag on top of football's highest summit. The Kansas City Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 54. That audio given us courtesy of the world champion Kansas City Chiefs radio network. Mitch Altus on the call. Kind enough to share that audio with us at ESPN-UP. It is the Sports Pen post-Super Bowl Sunday. Tanner Hoops with you. Glad that you're along. Joined in the studio by the elusive, if not esteemed, Mr. Tyree Smith of ABC10. What's up, man? Good to see you. How you doing, Tanner? Glad to be here, man. It's been a while. I tell you what, we are upset at Michael because he keeps scheduling you to, I don't know, how however many hours he has you working there. Probably overtime. What Overtime is, is an understatement, my man. <laughs> but yes, he does. And it's hard to get on the show, but when when I got time, I'll be here, folks. Hey, whenever that we are able to get Tyree, we're thankful for it. We're happy, <laughs> especially when we are coming off Super Bowl Sunday because we've got a lot to break down from last night. Everything from the game itself to the MVP to what mm-hmm. that means for legacies going forward, commercials, the halftime show, what have you, all that and more coming up. Football season's not over, though, because the oh. XFL is kicking off here shortly, and there may be some big changes coming up to the NFL, as we know, when the new CBA is enacted here in about a year or two. Plus, the NFL Awards were Saturday night. We've got a few Mm. of those that we can break down. Plus, Andy Reid was widely regarded as maybe the best coach to never win a Super Bowl. Now that he has... Who is it now? Who is the best coach? Mm, We're gonna we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll bring that up over the course of the next hour. But let's start with the game overall. A thirty-one twenty win for Kansas City. Were you happy with the game? I mean, I was a lot more happy with it than I was with last year's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Last year was horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> last year was horrible. Um, I was ha- I was happy with it. It was um, you know, it wasn't as fast pace as I wanted to be in the first you know they only scored 10 points in the first half mm-hmm. and th- th- then they started to pick it up they were playing very conservative mm-hmm. really conservative first half it wasn't it wasn't too fun to watch at first and then they started picking it up Kyle Shanahan was like all right I need to dial in a little more deep plays something that's going to get that, that that's going to get the ball in the end zone mm-hmm. and they kept using Debo Samuel they did it's like they game planned basically for him mm-hmm. like they didn't use Emmanuel Sanders too much Jaheim Mostert like like he was Gone until yep. he scored that touchdown, and then eventually Andy Reid was like, "All right, I just got to let Patrick go loose." And then they, that's when things started to really, um, that's when things started to really pick up for the Chiefs on that side. You know, I tell you what, I'm critical of Kyle Shanahan, and I want you to tell me if I'm right in mm. thinking that way or not. First of all, did it feel like they underutilized George Kittle last night? He he was more of a safety net than a anything. Bit. Yeah, yeah, he didn't really he didn't play as much of a bit as a factor as I thought he would. Neither did Travis Kelsey too no. much. Mm-mm. They just played like you know five to ten yard catches um, just to get them the first down. But when it was time for the big plays, the two best tight ends in football weren't mm-hmm. really involved too much. No, no. And then the other thing I am critical of with Shanahan. Well, first of all. The time management at the end of the first half. He wasn't using his timeouts. Mm. Andy Reid, that's the biggest knock against him is how he uh, is a poor clock manager. He wasn't last night. He was a really darn good clock manager. But then Shanahan toward the end of the game, why were they throwing the ball? That's what I can't figure out. Listen, I don't know what was in his head, mm-hmm. but I don't think he realized how, mu- how, like, how well they were rushing the ball mm-hmm. before they got 
to the Super Bowl. And I, Kansas City Chiefs was like 20-something in rush defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that Tyree Matthew, after the game, said, I'm really glad they stopped running the ball. <laughs> like, how? why do you stop the run game? And that's a lot of problems that coaches have nowadays. They stop running the ball. I am a running back. So mm-hmm. this makes me very passionate. <laughs> like, like, dude, why? I don't get it. It was working. It worked for you throughout the entire playoffs. First of all, I don't even know why they didn't start Jaheim. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not hurt or anything. Tevin Coleman was hurt. Right. Like, why didn't you get Jaheim going early? He was your guy. He may not be – we don't know if he's going to be the guy going forward. Right. But he was your guy in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He was hot. He had the hot hand. No matter what what time, he was hot. You didn't get him started. You got Tevin Coleman started, who's already had a bad shoulder. Mm-hmm. That's when I saw this game. I was like, all right. We, we this is a mess up already. I mean, Kyle Shanahan just looked like he kept messing the bed all over last night, and mm. you know he didn't learn anything from the twenty-eight to three blown lead three years ago. I yeah, guess he, not. <laughs> he run the ball. He put the ball in the hands of Jimmy Garoppolo, an unproven quarterback. And I tell you what, if Jimmy makes that throw, the play works, and they're getting a few first downs. They're moving the chains. Jimmy's got to make that throw. That being said. Don't put the ball in his hands. I mean, run the ball, run some clock, learn from Super Bowl 51. Exactly. When he put the ball in in, in the hands for Matt Ryan, mm-hmm. I was a lot more comfortable. Absolutely. But he also had a running back that they signed to, like a four-year something extension, Devontae yep. Freeman, who I, I personally I still like. Mm-hmm. Um, but that but they didn't use him. And then they have a hot-hand running back right now that has a – his story has been told throughout the playoffs, and he was trying to finish it, but you didn't. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It didn't. It, it made no sense. And then you know Jimmy, you know he's going to have his moments in the game where he's most likely going to throw an interception. Mm-hmm. That's how his game was working. And then he 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 just blindly throws one, and I was just like, all right, this is this is this is getting out of hand. He Kyle Shanahan wasn't. He, he they he started to believe in Garoppolo too much. Right. That was the problem. He wasn't he wasn't too confident in his run game for some reason. I don't know why. I haven't figured that out yet. I'm gonna do a little more analysis later. But they didn't. He just wasn't confident in the mm-hmm. run game to begin with. They ran the ball 22 times overall. Right. That's ridiculous. No, I mean that needs to be at least in the 30s, maybe even the 40s, because exactly. you need Pat Mahomes on the sideline as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You need to hammer time possession there. And I tell you what, once it became clear that Garoppolo was going to be given the ball, they were going to drop back and throw in the final few minutes. Then Steve Spagnola just kept dialing blitzes. They just pinned their ears back, and they came right after Jimmy. You pressure Jimmy, good things are going to happen for your defense. <laughs> exactly. And Spagnola is a defensive coordinator. He dials up blitzes as well as anybody. I remember him with the Giants winning mm-hmm. a couple Super Bowls there. And his defenses, I mean, they can get after you in a big way. And you can see the upgrade already from Bob Sutton's defenses last year to Spagnola's this year. And Jimmy was just uncomfortable the last seven minutes. That pass defense was doing wonders. They were Matthew back there made a big big difference he did he was in the run game he was in the pass game Tyreek Hill oh boy <laughs> I love Tyreek Hill last night ah, oh, that man, was my so man fast. that was my man oh man but, but but back on that defense that defense was a whole lot better than it mm-hmm. was last last year it was talked about as one of the worst defenses and in they the were and, and but they still got to the AFC championship mm-hmm. this year they finished the job mm-hmm. they finished the job because that defense the honey badger was definitely the uh the key to that honey badger they picked up Terrell Suggs so we don't know if he's <laughs> gonna come back or not Terrell got another Super Bowl he did he literally he didn't even play for the Chiefs the entire <laughs> season which is hilarious he hopped on the squad mid 
Strange's like, all right, let's do this, guys. And then he, then he gets a Super Bowl ring. Oh, my goodness. Rashad Breeland, he gets a ring. Uh, mm-hmm. He had a big interception earlier in that game. Yeah, he did. I, I, Fuller to, almost got one, too. Yes, he did. Yeah, and that almost he sealed the game a Basically. little bit earlier than it exactly. would have. But I tell you what, for me, Tyree, it feels like the game change and the pendulum completely shifted to Kansas City when Sammy Watkins burned Richard Sherman for that long catch and set up a touchdown. You saw that? For me, that's when it felt like the game changed. The pendulum fully swung. Sammy Watkins was was coming into that that, that role that he was drafted Mm -hmm. to be. He was drafted in the first round, right? I was think first so. Was, yeah, yeah, definitely first round, I believe so. By Buffalo, I think. Yeah, Buffalo. How weird is that? Exactly. <laughs> he was starting to come into that role. He w- uh, You can make an argument that Sammy Watkins was the best receiver that game. You could. You, you really, really could. could. Uh, Ty- Tyreek Hill was good. Mm-hmm. He, no doubt about that. But Sammy Watkins caught everything. You know, and it makes you wonder, should Pat Mahomes have gotten Super Bowl MVP? Because nope. I, I, he played about as poorly as Pat Mahomes can for three quarters, but I guess when it mattered most, he made the plays and he got the job done. They robbed Damian Williams of that. Yeah, he, he played on. extremely well last he night. Play, how you get over Without Shady, yards. too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. LaShawn Le- McCoy got a ring. I'm happy about that. He did. He did. Um, what's it called? But he got over 100 yards from scrimmage mm-hmm. and two touchdowns. How, how do you... How do you not give him the Super Bowl MVP? Right. I, I think they gave it to, to to Pat Mahomes for the hype. Sure, basically because mm-hmm. that's that was that was the storyline they were trying to get, and it what he didn't play to that degree. He had like well, he didn't even have three hundred passing yards. No. Had like two hundred and something, mm-hmm. uh, a touchdown, two ints. Yep. that's a Super Bowl MVP performance. We were seven minutes away last night at one point, seven minutes away from the Niners winning, and Kyle Juszczyk probably getting Super Bowl MVP. He had a good He was a game. monster. I, I honestly, I did. I was watching. I was watching with Michael and, mm-hmm. and the rest of our ABC 10 crew, and I was just looking. I was like, wow, Kyle Juszczyk, he's kind of a... He's kind of good, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's getting into the end zone. It was the people that should have got MVP are the big names that aren't talked about mm-hmm. too much in a regular season. Like you, like we talk about, they talk about Kyle right. during the regular season, how he's he's the best fullback in the league, and he's um, one of those anchors on that offense and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Damian Williams, he talked about how he was a um, – I guess he's more he's a role player, but mm-hmm. when he plays his role, he plays it Stepped well. Stepped up big time. Exactly. So that, that that's – that's what it was kind of like in the Super Bowl. It was mm-hmm. time for the people who don't usually get the spotlight too much to shine, but they still gave it to Patrick Mahomes. Did you notice how they were doing the cartoon graphics? They had like the cartoon. I like that. It was kind of cool. They didn't even have one for Juszczyk. Really? They didn't have one for him. They were just kind of expecting this guy's not going to do anything. <laughs> and I tell you what, if San Fran would have won that game, I think he probably deserves a uh, Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, I don't know. Who uh, I don't see anyone else who would get it. I mean, if they wanted to give it to Jaheim, if he uh, if they won, I mean he he had one rushing mm-hmm. touchdown, I believe. It's just one. If they um, wanted to go defense, I mean it could have been Bosa because look, uh, it, it wasn't even fair putting up Bosa against Eric Fisher on the left side. That wasn't even fair all night. Eric long. Fisher, I like there. I, I like I Eric too. Fisher. He's a good left tackle. Bosa, Bosa just had the upper hand. Bosa night. just owned him last mm-hmm. night, you Definitely. know. And I do like Fisher again. I tell you what. 
I liked aggressive Andy Reid last night. <laughs> Andy said he was not leaving without <laughs> that ring. Did you hear what he said after the Super Bowl? Which one? He, had uh, a lot of sound uh, he, he said, I'm going to go get the fattest cheeseburger you've ever seen. <laughs> Probably a double. That was hilarious. I would have done the same thing, though. I'm so happy for Andy Reid. I really am. Oh, definitely. He, he deserves a really good coach. Now, does, I, don't, I don't know where this puts him all time mm-hmm. in coaches. But now that he's won a ring, it's a little, it, it, it puts him in the category of like one of the truly one of the best. Now he's absolutely in, and you know, in any capacity. I tell you what, though, going back to Kyle Uzcheck, I got a stat of the day for you. All right, let me hear it. His fullback rushing touchdown was the first touchdown for a fullback in the Super Bowl since Mike Allstott in Super Bowl thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. That's a name for you, Mike Allstott. Wow, people I had really his don't use a kid. You, really? Yeah. Where is it? I don't know. Probably long <laughs> gone. Doesn't fit me anymore. Oh my goodness! Wow, that is a stat. Hey. Kyle. Hey, listen. He he he's he's one of those he's one of those different fullbacks though. He's like he can play running back. For he you. can if he you can. really if you really need him to. Last thing before we hit the break, and uh, we'll continue this uh, discussion on the other side. You were watching the game with our resident 49ers fan, ah! John Michael Hopling. How would he take it? Um, we'll we'll start like this. Um. You know when you um you 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 get to a, a kid's birthday party mm-hmm. and then everything's fun every the kids all happy laughing and all that stuff then you starts winding down and all the friends start leaving and oh, then no. it's kind of sad <laughs> yeah that was Michael that was Michael um Poor he was guy. real happy yelling and everything um as soon as uh Patty Mahomes hit Tyree Kill on that forty yarder mm-hmm. uh his face changed <laughs> he was like uh I was like ooh. And then, uh, yeah, from then on, it was, um, get out of my apartment and I will see you tomorrow. I was like, all right, then. <laughs> have Ooh. you seen him yet today? Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, you'll have to let me know how things go at ABC 10. I will happily send you a him. picture of his face. <laughs> Is he going to be on air tonight where we get a look at him? Uh, he, he will be on at five thirty and 6. Okay. Yep. All right. We'll get a look at him then. And yeah. Hopefully he's taking it better. Hopefully. Not. Ho- probably not. Probably not. Nah, nah. <laughs> Tanner Hoops, Tyree Smith with you. Let's take our first time out. We'll break down more of the game, plus throw in some commercial and halftime show talk next on ESPN-UP. Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP and on the ESPN-UP app. Welcome back. Tanner Hoops, Tyree Smith with you. Glad that you're along this Monday afternoon post-Super Bowl Sunday. I tell you what, Tyree, for the most part, I love like the commercials last night during the Super Bowl broadcast, I think we were spoiled with that Planner's Baby Peanut commercial. I liked that one. That was a good one. <laughs> you see, I, I mean... You didn't like it? I mean, it was, it, it was cool. It, it was, was cool. cool. It was cool, but the best commercial of the night goes to my man Lil Nas X. That, wasn't that the best one? I was going to say, after that commercial, there was only one that I really liked afterwards, and that was Lil Nas X. And Sam Elliott, who I could not believe, agreed to do what he did in that commercial. <laughs> Listen, that was that was a funny one. That I, was perfect. I did enjoy that one. But then they also had to play the Google commercial. Yep. And that made me so sad. Didn't it? I was just like, all right. I, I'm trying to watch the Super Bowl, guys. <laughs> not, I'm not trying to shed tears into my into my potatoes, all right? I thought the best commercials came early on, though. It was like, mm-hmm. yeah, the most of them uh, were in the first half. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit disappointed, though, because of some of the brands that I expected to do really well, like Doritos, mm-hmm. didn't show out like they normally do. They usually do really they do. well. Bud Light does well, too. Bud Light, yep. But um, 
I, I usually see a GoDaddy commercial. You, yeah, you do. But mm-hmm. I, I didn't really see much of that. You know, it was, it, it was the commercials could have been better. They could have. They could have been better. I think the commercial, the year for commercials was the first year Eli Manning and them won the Super Bowl. Oh, back in 08? That was They really fan- started turning on them. Yeah, that was fantastic. Her commercial. They talked about the commercials on the radio everywhere. <laughs> that was that was back when the commercials were really good. Do you remember right when the first quarter ended? It might have been the first break in the TV timeout. Mm. They had the Mountain Dew commercial that was a parody of The Shining. It was clever. Yeah. <laughs> it was clever. It was kind of kind of weird, but it was clever. It, it, it was interesting. You know Lily. You yep. know Lily. How know she Lily. loves Mountain Dew. She was like, for some reason, I didn't really like that commercial. <laughs> I was like, really? It was because they were talking about diet, and she doesn't like diet. Ah, okay. She, she's not a fan of diet Mountain Dew. Neither am I. That, it's healthy for you, Tanner. I, I don't like healthy. Oh, my goodness. Nobody likes healthy stuff. Tanner, We. this is going to help you live, prolong your life, all right? That's what you want. <laughs> That's what the diet is for. My goodness, guys. But it was a decent. It was decent. It wasn't too bad. You know, it puts the brand in your head, and that's what it's supposed to do. Whether mm-hmm. you like it or not, if it leaves a taste in your mouth, they've done their job. Um, how about the Smat Pack one? Smack Pack one. Smat Pack. What? Uh, Everyone's in that Boston accent, and then David Ortiz pops his head out the window. Uh, <laughs> I don't even remember what car was that. Was that a Hyundai commercial? I don't know what it really was. Someone had a Smart Park, and the only thing I got from that was Smart Pack and David okay. Ortiz. All I saw was David Ortiz, and I was happy. Maybe it was a Tesla or a Hyundai. No, I don't, I don't, I don't remember what commercial I don't, that I don't, was. I don't know. I, honestly, I, I was looking at my phone for a little bit while this commercial was going, mm. and then all I saw was David. I was like, Bobby! <laughs> and then that was about it. Yeah. So I don't really remember the commercial. The other one that will leave an impression on Boston fans was Tom Brady's Hulu commercial, which hey. was nicely done. It, yeah, it was. Mm. And I was just like, no way. <laughs> I was like, no like, is way. Is he going to say it? Uh, I, in my head, I was like, no way. He's not doing it. It's not happening. He's he goes like, out there saying, you deserve to hear this from me. And then Hulu is live sports that you can stream or whatever. <laughs> and he finally ends it by saying, I'm not going anywhere. Which are we supposed to take that as he's not leaving New England, even though he'll be a free agent? Cryptic message again. That's what I want. The Raiders are pursuing Tom yep. Brady. I don't like that. I don't. Either. I like Derek Carr. Yeah. I'm, I am a big Derek Carr fan mm-hmm. since Fresno State. Don't get rid of him. Because if you get rid of him... He's gonna make you pay at another on a, on another team. I am telling you. What? Let's say they get rid of Derek Carr, they charge or something like mm. that. He is going to do wonders. And that's another job that's open. By the way, my family was up here this weekend. You met them, my yes. younger brother. His coach, one of his assistant coaches out at Augustana University, was Derek Carr's running back at Fresno State. So off the air, we'll relay some Derek Carr stories. Oh, definitely. I like it. <laughs> I like. I always love a good Derek Carr story. But that uh, Chargers job is open. That's another team that's rumored could go after Brady. I think that'd be a terrible fit. They, yeah, it, it, I, I don't like that. No, it, it wouldn't be too fun. But they also have um, what's it called? They have Tyrod. They do, and I think they should give him a shot. I I do too. I don't. He took I, Buffalo to the playoffs. I don't see what's wrong with Tyrod Taylor. You know, and the thing is, he, the biggest knock against Rivers, he kept turning the ball over. Tyrod doesn't turn the ball over. Phillip turned, I think he had like four interceptions in like a two-game span, yeah. something around there. I was just like, what are you looking at? After almost an MVP year last year. I know. MVP. <laughs> he wow. Was in that conversation. He, the, the fact that he was in that conversation and had the year that he had now, was just like, wow. Okay, that's definitely a fall off. He's in Florida now, chilling with his family. Yeah, why not? I I don't know where he's gonna go. I don't know what's gonna happen, but 
I don't. Maybe Tampa calls him up. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe he could go in there and maybe get something out of him with Arians. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a quarterback whisperer, right? Yep, he we, is. we never know. You never know. And we know he doesn't like uh, Jameis Winston. <sighs> I like Jameis. I know. I know. But Bruce Arians does not. Yeah, but Jameis is—he's not bad. No, I mean he—he he will put up. Like, would you take two turnovers a game if you know you're getting 400 yards? I mean, there's some coaches who would do that. I know they would take that trade off. But it—it de- it depends on a supporting cast. Right? Is that going to get the win? Mm-hmm. If it's not going to get the win, I don't want it. But, <laughs> but I mean, if it's going to get the win, all right, we we we, we can figure something out. We I can mean, figure something out. He went what seven and nine? What was Tampa Bay? They were like 500 or a little lower, mm-hmm. and they weren't a very good team. They didn't have a great roster. No, but they you, competed. They, they competed. Did, they did. And if you put Jameis on a better roster, would they be better than that? That's the question. That's that is. I don't know. I don't know. Right now, Jameis is still their quarterback. Technically, mm-hmm. well, I don't know. We'll see when uh, when the free agency starts really kicking in. I want to see if Baker Mayfield will continue to do Hulu commercials, or if Tom Brady's their guy now, and if Baker's just kicked out after this year. I know that. I know that um, Baker said um, in a comment that he really put his foot in his mouth this year. Yeah, he's just going to start being more to himself. That's mm-hmm. that's good. That's that, good. He needs to. Yeah, yeah, I think he just needs to focus, train. Like three times every day mm-hmm. to not throw an interception and be be accurate like his fresh like his rookie year mm-hmm. and then help the, help this Cleveland team to the playoffs, man. Please get him there. I tell you what, there was the halftime show that you know it, it was a good performance. J Lo, Kira <laughs> out there. Uh, did we ever figure out who the Ali G dude that? guy or whatever do we ever figure out who that was or what his purpose was the one that came out yeah the guy who was dressed like a tin man who was out there rap he looked like sasha that, that was Cohen's bad bunny character. was it bad bunny and, and jay balvin uh, came out i had no idea who that was really no I you don't listen was, to spanish music i thought i do listen to some spanish music i okay. didn't know who bad bunny was bad buddy you never heard of bad bunny oh my tanner <laughs> i i i got some music for you right. when this when this show well, i'm open for it i got bad bunny is fantastic i'm open to it i mean it was a good show it was a good performance oh yeah it was it yeah. was i enjoyed it a lot i i thought i thought some surprise was gonna come out like no even people. more are you upset there was no Pitbull? <laughs> Pitbull performed before the Super Bowl. He did. He did. I'm just I, I I'm not upset by it. I was just mm. more surprised that he's such a Miami icon they didn't show up there. I you know, that is a surprise. Everybody loves Pitbull. Yeah, he he yeah. he he's known worldwide. Mr. Three oh five. Mr. Three oh five. I that that was a surprise though. Mm-hmm. That kind of was a surprise. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of people were shocked by that, but I know he at least he at least performed before, right? So right. that gives us something. He did something, and Gronk had his beach party that Mike Ryan from the Levitard Show DJ. Did you see Gronk? Gronk he is so skinny nuts. too. Mm-hmm. Like he, I don't think he's coming back. No, no, he's not. No, like like that's it. Like he's lost not necessarily weight, but his build, his football yeah. build. I mean, he could get it back if he wants sure. it to, but like he's receiver skinny now. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. All right, Gronk. I don't know if you could come back right now. Bilicek showed up at the party. Bilicek was partying. In shorts, man. (laughs) In sandals. I was like, like, oh, snap. Coach, uh, what are you doing? Where's your hoodie? You know, he always wears a hoodie. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. They found a way to still flex on us in the Super Bowl pregame and flash his rings. (laughs) He only showed three. Yeah, but you know he's got six. I that's re- that was more of the flex. He only showed three. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. And one one of those um he got one, he got the ring against Kyle Shanahan, mm-hmm. and then and I was just like, wow. And then the other one he got 
against Andy yep. Reid. That is a flex. I tell you wow. what, and you know, and this is a good segue to plug to a new segment that you have on ABC 10, because I was thinking back to the last time Andy Reid was in a Super Bowl, mm. and I remember watching that game. It was the Super Bowl where Dion Branch just went nuts. Had a and great what, game. Oh, man, he won Super Bowl MVP that year. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, it's a good plug for a new segment on ABC 10. Tyree is hosting a trivia segment now, kind yeah. of. A, I mean, go ahead and tell the audience a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah, guys. So, so I just wanted – it was just a little fun thing I was thinking about. One day I was at home eating sandwich. I was like, what can we do fun? What kind of sandwich? Uh, PB&J. Mm. P- with food. some banana on it. Mm. With some banana on it. So I was like, hey, that's how you save money, folks. If you want to want to save money, eat PB&J. <laughs> um, so I, I was just thinking about it. I was like, what can we do for fun? Like, like fun. Get, a, get around the town. Get more involved. And I was like, why don't we just do some trivia or something? Go around the town. Ask people sports questions. And that's what we decided to do. Me and um, what's it called? My other, report, other reporter and camera guy, Bobby K, the best in the UP, baby. <laughs> we went around Marquette. And we asked multiple people different sports questions related to this year's Super Bowl, and boy, it was um, it was interesting. It was folks. hilarious. It yeah, it was it was definitely something, guys. A lot of questions that people really didn't really wouldn't get right, but I would think they would. You know, I got two out of the three at least that you aired. The one I missed was I thought Kittle had more receiving yards than Kelsey. Not this year though. Kelsey did lead the league in that mm-hmm. uh, category. Twelve twenty nine. But then the other two questions was, when was the last time Andy Reid was in the Super Bowl, 2005, mm-hmm. when he mm-hmm. coached the Eagles? And then what state are the Kansas City Chiefs located in? Which, if you would have asked our president, he would have got it wrong. Yeah, he got that, he got that wrong, too. <laughs> oh, and a soon-deleted tweet. Exactly. Everybody, everybody was saying Kansas, folks. It's mm-hmm. Missouri. Kansas Kansas City, Missouri. Beautiful city, too. You ever been there? Oh, my friends are from there. Great city. Very, very, very nice. Great food. Yep. Great food. Barbecue, steak, now, you're into the that. The barbecue is great. I and love I, it. I don't know how, I, in my head, I was just like, you guys can't get this wrong. Mm. Please don't get this wrong. <laughs> and, and, and folks, they got it wrong. And then I asked, what was Patrick Mahomes Jr.'s oh, father's name? Yep. And they was like, uh, I don't know. I was like, Patrick Mahomes Jr., <laughs> father's name. I don't know. It's Patrick Mahomes Sr. Pat Mahomes Sr. Exactly, exactly. Oh, man. They had, a, good, they had a, a beautiful moment at the end of the game, too. Yep, they did. You know, and I'm a big Pat Mahomes Sr. fan as well because, of course, he's a Minnesota Twins. twin. Yep. Exactly. Yep, for many years, he was a twin. And I saw that picture about 23 years ago mm-hmm. of him and uh, Patrick's mother and Pat when he was one year old. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, Wow. Man, that makes me feel old. Yeah, and he grew up to be a force. Yes, he did. A force. I don't know what Pat Mahomes Sr. was doing, push-ups at the age of two, but but good job, Pat. <laughs> I, mean, I, I remember I knew Pat Mahomes before he became viral because of Pat Mahomes Sr. Mm-hmm. Because uh, there was a stat a few years ago, the Twins had a pitcher named Matt Belial, and he wore number nine, and it's so rare for a pitcher to wear a single digit. Mm. And the trivia question during a broadcast I was listening to on the radio was, who was the only Twins pitcher before Matt Belial to wear a single-digit number? And the answer was Pat Mahomes Sr. Mm. Pat Pat was a, was a pretty significant part of that uh, mm-hmm. that Minnesota tens, tw- tw- tens, Twins. I don't know. Now you got me thinking of <laughs> 10 when you talked about Bad Bunny's outfit. Oh, my goodness. He looks like a tin squad. man. He, 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 it was colorful. 
It was. It was. It was. It was something else. I'll tell you that. Anyway, getting back to your trivia segment, is this something you're going to keep doing, like on a weekly basis or something? Um, maybe I don't know about weekly, but we're definitely gonna. I'm definitely gonna start doing some more of them. Mm-hmm. You know, when some big matchups coming up, maybe in high school football or basketball. Currently, since we're in the winter, you know, basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, may maybe hockey matchups, stuff like that. Um, so, you know, we're gonna, we're, we're definitely gonna do some more of those. Don't worry. Keep looking out for those. You may see me on the street, so I might run up to you and ask you a question. But, it, it, like, we're definitely looking for some, um, big, um, some big matchups coming up. So it gives, it gives the crowd a little more, a little more of a chance to get the question right. If you're like me and you were busy when it aired, you didn't catch it live, go on demand and check it out on the ABC 10 website. It was really well done. It was funny. It's worth the watch. Tell you what, though, if you do one of those city questions, it's one of those weird dual like state split cities, whatever. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs and the Royals both play in Kansas City, Missouri. But KC also has a pro soccer team, the MLS, Sporting KC, and they play their home games in Kansas. So... That's kind of weird to me. I, I like. I just found that out today. See, I wouldn't even ask anybody that because I probably would have got it wrong. <laughs> I, I can't be asking people questions. I'm gonna get wrong too. I can't do that. I gotta. I gotta have some type. Some type of uh, class, guys. I gotta do, do something like that. I won't do that to y'all. Hey, if you would have asked me what was the score of the Super Bowl and who was the Super Bowl MVP, <laughs> I would have given you the right answer. You, you did predict that. I, I saw that. I was like, wow. Wow, I don't know how he did that. My my phone, my Twitter has been blowing up here over the last like day or so because this tweet is starting to go viral. So there we go. Eh, mean, Tanner Hoops going up. viral, folks. You gotta love it. Gotta love it. I tell you what, Tanner Hoops, Tyree Smith with you. Let's take another time out. We've got more in the Super Bowl plus the fallout and the legacies next on ESPN UP. Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP and on the ESPN-UP app. Welcome back to Hannah Hoops. Tyree Smith with you. Glad you're along. Here is your Sports Center update. The LA Chargers have extended the contract of head coach Anthony Lynn. NBA, mm. like that? Oh, oh, I'm a big Anthony. I am too. Man. I think he's the right guy over there. Exactly. They were snake bitten this year, but I'm glad he got his extension. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, NBA, Brooklyn Nets guard Kyrie Irving will miss at least a week with a knee ligament strain, the weekly occurrence of a Kyrie injury. <laughs> you see, the way, if you saw the injury, it could have been a lot worse. It could have. So, so I'm, I'm really happy that's all that he's missing. And finally, a study conducted by the FBI found that the day most popular for bank robberies to occur is Friday. How about that? Really? Friday. Apparently, the reasoning behind it is that Banks are closed Saturday and Sunday, so you want to finance your weekend shenanigans, I guess, you rob a bank. And for most people, payday is Friday. I mean, it makes hey, sense. Hey, True North, watch out. All right? <laughs> you need to guard, guard, guard the place, all right? Oh, I'm sure they do. I'm sure, they, they, uh, I'm sure that they are pretty I hope well so. set up. Guard my money. <laughs> is that, that's where you bank? No, but I'm thinking about it. Okay, well, they're one of our sponsors, so... Ooh, see, uh, oh, oh, true north. All right, all right now. (laughs) Tanner Hoops, Tyree Smith with you. Glad that you're along as usual. We have got a lot more in the Super Bowl that we want to break down, talk about, and what the legacy uh, now is for several people who are involved in it. First of all, though, Tyree, the NFL Awards came out on Saturday night. Let me give you the list. You tell me which one surprises you the most. Mm, okay. MVP unanimously was Lamar Jackson. Not now a only the second MVP that was voted unanimously behind Tom Brady. Offensive Player of the Year was not the unanimous MVP, which I don't get, which 
was Michael Thomas. You thought he should have been been unanimous MVP? No, 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 no. I mean, if you're going to unanimously vote someone MVP, shouldn't they also be Offensive Player of the Year? Uh, I guess. Yeah. I guess that's that's contradictory, right? Kind of. It could be, I guess. Either mm-hmm. way. Definitely. Comeback Player of the Year, Ryan Tannehill. That. <laughs> he got it over Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy tore an ACL last year. Mm-hmm. Tannehill was coached by Adam Gase. Adam <laughs> Gase is literally worse than an ACL tear. Yeah, I, I, that, I don't, I, I'm okay with that one. I'm okay. Offensive rookie of the year went to Kyler Murray. Defensive rookie of the year was Nick Bosa. Coach of the mm-hmm. year, John Harbaugh. And assistant of the year was Greg Roman. You know, I kind of thought they were going to give it to Kyle Shanahan. I did too. I, I thought he had a strong case for it. Mm-hmm. But I guess they, they really went off of uh, John's regular season. Mm-hmm. And it was strong. It was. And what he did, developing Lamar and the system around him. Exactly. I mean, you got to give him great. And Greg Roman, too, I thought was well-deserved. Exactly. After more than 30 points a game, I mm-hmm. mean, I, I see why. I can see why. And the best assistants this year, I feel like, didn't get head coaching jobs. I thought Robert Sala should have got one. Eric Bieniemy should have got one. And Greg Roman should have got one. Cleveland dropped the ball on that yes, one. Yes, they did. Oh, my goodness. But, I, I mean. I'm happy for Robert Sala, though. He doesn't have to go coach in Cleveland. That <laughs> That is true. I mean, I mean, who knows? Cleveland could turn it around with these news coaches but they could they could but you know i'm not optimistic nope nope not at all (laughs) but it was a i wasn't too surprised Mm -hmm. i thought michael thomas definitely should have got offensive player of the Mm -hmm. year he was fantastic he was um and then i also defensive yeah yeah that's about right gilmore yeah gilmore he was that good it's good Mm -hmm. he's very quiet if you saw his speech very, he's a very mm-hmm. quiet. Yeah, guy. he just does what he's supposed to do and then moves on. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, and then offensive rookie that we thought was going to go to Josh Jacobs. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I'm a little surprised, but not too surprised. Kyler Murray gets it over Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, because mm-hmm. with, uh, with Kyler Murray, the air raid offense that him and Kingsbury teamed up for, it wasn't a massive success. But it also wasn't a massive failure, failure right? I mean, it was it was fine. It, it was okay. It, it was. For the first year, it, it, it did wonders. They got something to build off of now. But they, Josh Jacobs looks like he's going to be a franchise back for a long time. That is forward. true. That is true. He was great this mm-hmm. year, over 1,100 rushing yards, which was really – I see why people were surprised that he didn't get it. Mm-hmm. I, can, I see why. But Kyler also, that team that – he was good. Mm-hmm. He was a really good quarterback this year for for his size, mm-hmm. for what he was given, for all the hype around him. He did pretty decent, in my opinion. I tell you what, the first two picks in this year's draft are the two rookies of the year in offense and defense. That's so, true. But that, that is true. They drafted right. Hey, I, I like it. Yeah, I knew Nick Bosa was going to get that. Definitely. There was no one who was going to challenge him. No, not at all. Uh, Max Crosby was pretty good. He was, but he wasn't Nick Bosa good. That's fair. That's I, fair. I tell you what, though. Um, when you look at the NFL and how things could change, because right now the collective bargaining agreement is something that's being talked about quite a bit in regards to what uh, effects it may have on the NFL changes going forward. And one of the proposals they're going to be voting on here in the near future is expanding the regular season to 17 games. Originally, the players were not happy about that. They didn't want that to happen. Mm -hmm. But now they're starting to come around to it to agreeing to that term if... Part of the collective bargaining agreement includes no player will be punished for testing positive for marijuana. All right. So here we go. Here's my spill on it real quick. Okay. Basically, they want to be able for, to use marijuana in order to, and, and they'll, then they'll be really okay with playing 17 games. Mm-hmm. 
I'm surprised they didn't want to, They don't want to explain the playoffs or right. something like that. But marijuana usage nowadays is used for a lot of other things. Like right. it's not used for like the um how you would see it back in the past, just for drug use. It's used for health reasons and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I can see why the players would like to use like they. For people who don't understand, and as a football player and who's still training and doing all that stuff, folks, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard on your body. It hurts a lot. So I under I I, I, I could see what they're talking about with seventeen games. Mm-hmm. That's rigorous. Yep. That's a lot. So they don't want to I don't I don't think they want to use the marijuana just to smoke. They want to use it to help their bodies heal mm-hmm. so then they can continue playing at a high enough level that they're getting paid millions of dollars for right. and then possibly go into the playoffs and win a championship. So I understand that. I I do understand that cuz a lot of guys get caught up in that mm-hmm. and a lot of guys aren't really trying to use it as a negative thing. So I, I can see where they're having that 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 little um that little toss up in the air with that. Seventeen games is a lot though. Yep, it is. That it is. that's room for a lot of injury. You're Especially on the O line mm-hmm. and D line. Yep. My goodness. That's I don't know. I don't know if that's gonna happen. It's gonna work. I don't even know if the marijuana thing's even gonna help that. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's a it's a fair argument. Well you know and it's something that even from a recreational standpoint doesn't have to be medically you know, if it's legal in a certain state, they're not breaking any laws. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily know where I stand on it. I have mixed feelings. I don't partake myself. I just know that you know, right. if it's legal, you're not breaking laws. Um, I don't know why the league should have that kind of authority over you then. And I just, just to me, that it seems like something that probably didn't need to be held on to this long, or mm-hmm. need to be made an issue this long. Uh, but I I wouldn't be shocked, honestly, if it becomes part of the NFL's law, quote-unquote, and we do see the schedule expand with it. I, I, I wouldn't be too surprised either. It may, who knows? It could be very beneficial. It could. It could be very, very beneficial. Uh, one more game, mm-hmm. that could mean a lot for teams' playoff Absolutely chances. Absolutely. A lot. So that can that can help. That can help. But if the, if the players believe that the marijuana uses will also help them be able to play or whatever their reasoning may be, I say, I say go for it. Tanner Hoops, Tyree Smith with you in the sports pen. Football season's not over, and I don't like where no people sir. because the XFL is kicking off in Oh, five we'll days. be covering that on ABC 10, guys. I'm I, excited. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be fun. I mean, I don't know if it's going to, like, if I'm going to still be excited about it, but I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to be open-minded Saturday. about it. Saturday. Yeah. We'll see Saturday. Saturday night, they kick off. I don't know who's playing. I don't either. But I think I'm starting to get the teams figured out. Do you have a favorite? Uh, the Vipers look kind of cool. Bay Tampa Vipers. Bay Vipers, they, right. they look kind of cool. So I mean, are they the closest to where you grew up? Uh they're your area team. I get how many how many Florida teams do they? They have the Tampa Bay Vipers, and um, I think that's it. I don't know if they have a Miami team. Yeah, I don't think so. Let's so see. then that, that that would be the closest. That's like four or five hours from West Palm Beach, Florida. I know they've got L.A., they've got Seattle, they've got St. Louis, mm-hmm. they've got two in Texas, they've got Houston and Dallas, they've mm-hmm. got Tampa, they got New York, and they got D.C. So that's eight. So. Yeah, that yeah. would be the only Florida team. Yeah, yep. so I guess that, I guess that's who I got to go for. Listen, I don't usually go for Florida teams. Like, the Saints is my football team. Mm-hmm. LeBron's my basketball team. Um, what's it called? The Dodgers is my baseball team. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do this for the Florida team. How about time. the Florida Panthers? You can make them nope. your hockey team. Nope. Nope. Are you, you, why are you so against that? No, you don't want to do that. You don't want to be a Panthers fan. That's, 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 that's not a good – no, you don't want to do that. <laughs> that's, I don't think you guys want that, folks. That's, do Panthers fans have a bad rep? Um, 
they're just not good. <laughs> so, no. Yeah, so you, I don't, I don't, I don't, it's hard to, it's really hard to support them guys. Yeah. I can't do that. Even though I'm from Florida, I can't do the Panthers, man. <laughs> I, I think I'm just going to, um, I'm going to hop on the, the uh, St. Louis bandwagon. St. Louis Blues. Yeah. All I'm, right. I'm just going to hop on that one. Well, man. it's a good time to be one of their fans. It is true. Defending champs, exactly. and they have a good chance at getting back there. Exactly. So I'm going to hop on the Blues fans, uh, Blues bandwagon, y'all, and uh, there we go. Go Blues. <laughs> Well, the XFL will be kicking off this weekend, and mm-hmm. just the rule changes themselves. Like, I wouldn't like it if the NFL adopted what the XFL is doing, like those set of rule changes, but mm-hmm. I am excited to see them in action somewhere else, you know? I'm, I I think those will be fun. I mean, if it, if it works, if it I works, mean, the it. NFL might... Uh, you never know. Never know. Everything things can that that anything can happen. That one pi with the Saints changed a mm-hmm. whole bunch of rules. So I mean, you never know if this if this um the new kickoff format that they're trying to do mm-hmm. um if it works, maybe the NFL might try it. Mm-hmm. You know, they might test it out and stuff like that. So I think I think it's um it's not another another normal NFL, and that's what. Um, Vince McMahon was trying to do, mm-hmm. trying to give it a little spice up, Try probably trying to give us things that we wanted to see, mm-hmm. but the NFL never did. But now we have the XFL, so we're going to see how it plays out. You know, and I know it's watered down talent, what have you, so they have to go out and they have to do things like this and do uh, capitalize, I should say, on what the NFL is unpopular for. And like the AAF did that so well last year by making officials and their rulings when they're in the booth transparent. And mm-hmm. we love transparency. We, the, the ref took us through uh, the process of making a call, determining that. Stuff like that. Stuff mm-hmm. that the NFL doesn't do that's unpopular. That, uh, that They capitalize on that. And for us as listeners and as viewers, that makes us want to tune in all the more. Oh, definitely. And especially around the time where all football has ended. Mm-hmm. All football has ended. It's a period between. I, I don't know how long the season is. I can't remember exactly. I think they end in June. It, really? I think so. Okay. So we have football all the way until June. And then for those of you who like CFL, there's the CFL that starts yes. in June. And then, so basically, we're getting year round football. Mm-hmm. We're getting year round football. That's which fine is, with me. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good with that. So that's why that, that's why I think it's a good time with the with the um, with the new rules change, with everything going on. It's just popping up in a time right before March Madness. Right before you know mm-hmm. when that happens, you know the TV ratings are going to be all with March Madness. But it's a good time to start. I have no problem with sports like this going all at the same time all year round. Zero problem with it. Are you CFL fan, by the way? Oh, listen, if I had to choose a team, Winnipeg. Winnipeg, the Blue Winnipeg. Bombers. Yes, sir. Yes, right. sir. Listen, I, 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 you guys are noticing a, a common theme. I'm Blues now, St. Louis Blues, you know, Blue <laughs> Bombers. You see, I like the color blue. Not you my do. favorite color, but... Not my favorite color, but I have a pattern going on right now. So it's not your favorite color, but you like it enough to pick all your teams just based on wearing blue. Yep, because if I, the red teams in NFL, no, no, no. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> Tanner Hoops, Tyree Smith with you. Let's take our last time out when we come back. Now that Andy Reid has got his ring, who is the best coach without one? Next on ESPN-UP. Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP and on the ESPN-UP app. If you missed any of today's show, it's available on demand at ESPNUP.com and the Sports Pen podcast. Or get our free mobile app from the Apple iStore or Google Play. Just look up ESPNUP.com and check it out there. Well, I tell you what, Andy Reid has his first ring as a head coach, his second overall, he won it with the Packers as an assistant back in the 90s. 
But now he's finally won the big one on his own. And he has done about everything else in the NFL that you can. He is seventh all-time in wins. He's produced a number of successful assistant coaches. And now he finally has that ring for himself. Mm. He was for a long time regarded as one of, if not the best, coach in NFL history without a ring. Exactly. So now that he has one, who is the best coach in the NFL without a ring? And I've got a list of guys here, Tyree, I'll Mm -hmm. run by you. But the first name that came to mind was Bud Grant. And he built a dynasty with the Minnesota Vikings back in the 1970s. He -hmm. won a great cup. Mm -hmm. You know, he won the CFL. And he made Minnesota an absolute dynasty in the set. I mean, they own the set. In the 1970s, the NFC ran through Minneapolis, Minnesota. They it was won. cold, folks. It, it, was, I, it cold. was cold. And they had the Purple People leaders. And mm-hmm. I mean, they won four NFC championships during that time. And at one point, they won 11 to 13 divisional titles. But he never won the big one. Right, right. And as good of a coach as he was, he is going to go down, be remembered, as never being able to win the big one. <sighs> For me, he's up there. I mean, he he's definitely up there. No, he's no, no, number no. one, if not top five. It sure. was Andy Reid, but now that he's out the picture, it, it could be number one. He could be. You it's know, a oh man. That the, the see you see the thing is the the back then the Vikings they were that defense. Mm-hmm. My goodness, was dominant yep. for years, and it's like you 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 wonder how you don't win the big chip mm-hmm. you feel me right and it's like it's like what did you what did you not do in the postseason to get there yeah, like what it, did you not have like exactly exactly so it's 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 hard but uh, honestly now that andy reed is out the way he might he might be the top because if andy reed would have lost last night with pat mahomes and this kind of offense i mean then what would we be saying about him oh we'll, we'll be saying he can't be he a lot. Of, I guarantee a lot of analysts today would be saying he's not a Hall of Fame coach. Mm-hmm. You can't win the big games and stuff. All this stuff. Side. Quick side note. Was it just me or was I? Was the Super Bowl? Was it years past when it was super, super exciting? Maybe when we were younger, mm-hmm. it was more, more exciting. I don't know why. I felt like last night was exciting. It was pretty exciting, but I don't know what it was. Maybe I think I'm feeling it because the Saints were there, folks. Yeah, that must be it. That's, but when the Saints are there, folks, 2021, just, just, just watch. <laughs> some, some other coaches that I've got here on this list who have been extremely successful, maybe the best coach to never win a Super Bowl, guys like Marty Schottenheimer, Dan Reeves, you know, we're kind of going way back. George Allen, Dan Coryell. How about Marv Levy? He won four straight AFC titles as the Bills head coach in the early 90s and lost four straight Super Bowls. Them Cowboys were good. <laughs> Them Cowboys were good. I mean, I don't know what you want. I can't say much on that one, Tanner. The Cowboys were. The Cowboys were in the way and a few other teams maybe around that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chuck Knox is another guy that comes to mind. And then if you want to go a little more recent, some of the best coaches that have never won a Super Bowl, John Fox, you know, he had some really good years with Carolina and then some really not so good years with Chicago and later into his career. <sighs> Fox, remember him? Wow, and he didn't. He, they lost bad in that Super Bowl to Seattle too. They uh, and they made it against the Patriots when he was with the Panthers. Mm-hmm. I think Jake Delhomme was their quarterback then. Was oh. that's a name? And uh, and um, wasn't Steve Smith on that squad? He might have been. Yeah, Mushan Muhammad. It, ooh, mm. you're bringing back some names. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, Mister Fox. That's a good one. That's it's crazy. He didn't win. No, it's crazy. He didn't win one. 
that Denver squad was mm-hmm. probably his best bet, in my opinion. It might have been. I and mean, they just got their doors blown off. Like, like they were the most dominant offense that year, and Seattle just came in and destroyed them. Remember uh, Percy Harvin took that kickback? <laughs> Forgot about that. Forgot about Percy, man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Peyton did not look good that game either. I tell you what, one more name, and let me get your thoughts on this one. How about Marvin Lewis? People forget because of the recency bias. Uh, he has been really good for a long time with Cincinnati, and then the last few years he has really struggled. That's a hot take. Is it? It's it it's it's not cold. <laughs> the take is not cold. I'm just saying it's I mean, heated up a little bit. I'm just saying he has got 131 career wins. He was able to keep a job for a decade and a half. He never won in the postseason, so of course he never won a Super Bowl, but he has been an above-average coach for most of his career, and I know the last couple of years make it seem a lot worse than it is, but for a long time, he was a really good coach with Cincinnati. So he's a good regular season coach is what I'm hearing. You're, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I can't put him as one of the best, one of the better coaches to not win a Super Bowl okay. when you haven't even won a playoff game. That's fair. Good. Oh, my. That's totally fair. That's a hot, that's a Michael thing. Wow. You rub, <laughs> Michael's rubbing off to get on your you. Thoughts. Michael is rubbing off on you. I no. just want to get your thoughts on Marvin Lewis. Marvin had weapons. And early in Andy Dalton's, earlier in Andy, Andy's career, too, he was good. He was slinging. He was. He was slinging. And they would get to the playoffs and everything. And they just can't win mm-hmm. a game. How do you not? How do you have home field advantage and not win at all? That makes no sense. To be fair, his best quarterback ever was Andy Dalton. I mean, he had like two good years at Carson Palmer. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Car- then Car- Carson left. Mm-hmm. Eventually, was on the Arizona Cardinals and went to the playoffs. Yeah, he had like two good years there too. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. But no, no, no. I can't. I can't. No, not Marvin. All right, all right. I fine. do like Marvin as a coach, though. But. No, he no. could be my defensive coordinator any day. That that's fair. Where is he right now? I don't think he has a job right now. I mean, he's made millions. He's chilling, guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> when someone calls and he will have another job in the NFL in some capacity if he wants it, then he will bless you. Oh wait, you coughed. Either way, <laughs> um, yeah, he's not with anyone right now. I just checked. But mm. if he wants another job in the NFL in some capacity, he'll get it. If oh, he definitely, wants it. definitely. He can scheme my defense anytime he wants. Really. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, he's a, good, he's a really good coordinator. He had a lot of he had a lot of good weapons. He had a lot of good pieces. Who was his best defensive player? Do you think? Um, I'm I'm really forgetting his uh, his um. It may have been. It may be uh, Gino. Really? Possibly. Maybe. Maybe. Um, all of his best players, I keep thinking of our offensive guys, like Ocho Cinco. Ocho! <laughs> oh, I hope y'all know that's not his actual last name. No, no. I mean, legally it was for a little for bit. For a little now bit. Now it's Johnson again. Because he wanted that on his last name. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's it called? Um, it could have been, it could have been, Um, I think I'm thinking of it right, Pac-Man? Pac-Man Jones. Pac-Man Adam Jones. Pac-Man Jones. That was, he was consistent for a lot of years. I really, liked him. Yeah, he was a consistent corner, folks. Mm-hmm. Lockdown people. Kind of reminds me of the Honey Badger now. Really? A little bit. A little bit? I think I, I see a little. A, a, a little yeah. Honey Badger, a little technique from Janoris Jenkins. Mm, uh, I like Jack that. Rabbit. Jack Rabbit, who's on the Saints now, folks. Watch out. The best corners have the best nicknames. That's true. Pac-Man, Honey Badger, Jack Rabbit. Um, what else do we... To Stefan uh, Gilmore Island. Gilmore Island. Gilmore Island. <laughs> there was Revis Island. Revis for a long Island time. for a little bit. 
Hey, Revis, Revis was definitely one of the best to do it. I liked him. I haven't checked Twitter today to see if he has just been dragging Richard Sherman or not. I know everybody else has. I don't know if Revis has. Yeah, Richard did not uh, did not play. He didn't have a great game last night. No, he didn't, but he had a good season. He did have a good season. He's had a heck of a career, and he'll be back. He'll be oh, back yeah. oh, in the yeah. Super Bowl at some point. You think he's one of the best corners of all time? Of all time? Maybe. 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 The best is Dion now. I don't know if anyone's ever going to beat Deion Sanders. Yeah, no, I don't I just, think so. I don't know. If Revis would have had a longer career, it could have been him. Could have been him. Honestly, it could have. Mm. Champ Bailey had a good career. Yes, he did. That's another name. That, yeah, he was on the Saints and never really played too much. No, it, yeah. no, we know him more for his time with Denver. Denver, exactly, exactly. He was good. Um, I saw I saw a take. I think it was on Colin Coward's show. Mm-hmm. He was talking about um, Hall of Fame or... Um, in the mix. Okay. You, which was funny. They put he put Akib Talib as um in the mix. Really? Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which is I I see why I can right. see why he, he's led the league in interceptions though since 2011 sure. though. Um, but want to know one name that really confused yeah. me? In the mix was Frank Gore and Jason Winton. Not not really? for certified Hall of Famers. I, I think Jason Witten absolutely is. And exactly. I lean, and I lean toward Frank Gore. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. You would think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's third all-time leading rusher. Yep. Third. And then Jason Witten, he's he's third in receiving yards mm-hmm. for Titan. You wouldn't think so by the way his game is, mm-hmm. but he has a lot of receptions too. I, I, I'm kind of surprised that right? somebody doesn't think Jason Witten's a Hall of Famer. That's why I, 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 I just was thinking about that when, when, we, when I brought up Akeem Tlaib as a corner, and he mm-hmm. was one of the in the mix. And I was just like, wow, I should tell this to Tanner. There you go, folks. A little more information we for you. We appreciate the stat of the day. <laughs> somebody doesn't think that Jason Witten's a Hall of Famer. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. By the oh, way, man. we did get a new Hall of Fame class this weekend. Ooh, I Troy Paluma, the best hair. He made it. He, I was happy about that one. I think that was my one of my most favorite ones that he made it. Outstanding he, hair. He ex, outstanding hair and one of the hardest hitters since I want to say Brian Dawkins. Ooh, now that's a name. That that was a scary man, folks. That was a scary man. Do you remember those Andy Reid Eagles defenses? I mean, they were scary at Dawkins and Jeremiah Trotter. and I don't think the running backs today could, could handle those. Well, it was uh, Westbrook was their running back mm-hmm. back then. Yeah. I don't remember his first name. No, I can't. But, like, that, the running backs back then, you know, like Tiki Barber and stuff mm. like that. Um, I think Maurice Jones Jr. and stuff. He might have been. He yeah. might have been. He, that was cool. And Maurice Jones Jr. was Jerome Bettis good. late in his career. Yep. Oh, the bus. The bus. The bus. Yeah, those defenses were something else. You had to be a tough, tough running back to handle those. Yeah, I tell you what, speaking of the bus, his coach, Bill Cower, was one of those that was inducted this weekend. Jimmy Johnson was a... Mm-hmm. Uh, was inaugurated this weekend into yes, the Hall sir. of Fame. Oh, uh, the U Water. The U. The U, Jimmy <laughs> Johnson. Come on. I know y'all for I know y'all forget about that, but no. Oh yeah, he he deserved that one. Steve Hutchinson got in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Atwater got in. Isaac Bruce. Remember him? He yeah. was fun to watch. He what? Wow. Him and Tory Holt. Okay. Yeah, it was about, I think that was one of the, t- he's been left off for a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's been left off for a little bit. I think it was Dion that mentioned that he, he should have been on a while ago. Uh, yeah, I think he deserved that. And I didn't mean to imply Tory Holt was inducted this weekend. I was just reminiscing no, no. about him and Tory Holt as teammates, and mm-hmm. they were the greatest show on turf with Marshall Falk and, oh, and, boy. and Kurt Warner at quarterback. Exactly. Later, exactly. Mark Bulger. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then eventually they they moved to LA with mm-hmm. the stars and yeah. all that stuff. Also, Edron James. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Another name for the past. See, see, they 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 starting to bring in. They're starting to realize. All right, maybe we should start really looking into who made an impact. Because mm-hmm. I don't think the Hall of Fame is just stats. No. How did you impact the league? Exactly. How did you impact that team? Things of that sort. And that's that's why all of those cats who finally haven't made it they started they started taking it into a little more resources into who really should be in there and that's why i was like all right there we go i tell you what tanner hoops tyree smith with you with that we are out of time appreciate you being here man always good seeing you oh you too man you too even though i saw you saturday hey guys me and tanner (laughs) hang out a good amount all right now this is just our professional style all right it's good to see you professionally again (laughs) you too my man you too you got anything coming up at abc 10 you want to plug you've been working on Mm. You know, I'm 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 gonna be thinking about another sports trivia. Mm. Um, Michael Michael's um, back with the uh, Monday minutes. He's gonna be thinking of some more soon coming mm. up. Um, those are not easy to make, folks. Michael works extremely hard on those Monday minutes. Takes hours, hours. Gotta love him. Um, maybe a Thursday throwdown is possibly mm. coming up. It's coming up. I'm not gonna tell you who. Mm. I'm not gonna tell you who. You'll be surprised. All right. But we got another Thursday throwdown coming up. All right. It's gonna be fun, and it's gonna involve some of our other new teams oh really yeah it's gonna involve a little dan callahan Uh, that's what i was going for yeah (laughs) gotta love dan callahan man (laughs) oh man yeah we got we got a few things coming up folks another friday night frenzy hopefully this week and uh yeah get into it that's it for us here in espn up for tyree smith i'm tanner hoops thanks for listening to sports pen on espn up wzam ishpeming marquette